0: I'm gonna make this place
1: your home.
0: Good morning and welcome to The Real Real Estate Show. This is Marsha Talbot, Associate Broker at Howard Hanna Realest-
1: Rand Realty and co-hosting Grace Warren from Howard Hanna Rand Realty and how are you doing this morning? Well, I'm dry (laughs) for the moment. For the moment, but when you get up early to go to
0: the chickens, as you do. Yeah. (laughs) So let me just.
1: It wasn't raining then. Yeah. Well, (laughs) it was when I got up. Um, So let me just give out the phone number. It's 845 651 1110. If anybody'd like to call and ask us questions about real estate. Um, What have you been doing all week, Marsha? How has your business been? It's been good. Yeah, it's It's been good. I had
0: a closing the other day. I have a closing today. So that is really good. Mm -hmm. Um, As we all know, that um, inventory is still low. And um, there are people who are out there who are good, good buyers. Mm -hmm. And um, so if you're thinking of putting your house on the market, there has never been a time for both buyers and sellers, because the interest rates are so low that for a buyer, it's an excellent,
1: excellent time.
0: Yeah. And for a seller, the prices have got are still going up. It's still high.
1: Yes. And, and, and Mike Van Mansart will be calling in later on um, during our show. And we can uh, pick his brain about interest rates again and just what's been happening. It's it's continuing to just be like historical. I mean it, it, <laughs> it,
0: historical and hysterical his, yeah, a little hysterical <laughs>
1: for sure because everybody is trying to get in on it and it's been um it, you know it's been an issue with finding homes for people and I've been you know i I've been working with the same people for a long time trying to find homes. I've found some for some of them and you know, and everyone that I've found, you know they've had to go over list price. Mm-hmm. I haven't had anybody that hasn't. Um, and it it just is what it is right now. Um, I have closings now too, that are coming up, uh, maybe two on Friday, one for sure. uh, There may be another one. And then, um, you know, I have a couple of other things that are going to close hopefully before the end of the year too. I mean, it doesn't matter to me when they close, but yeah, it looks for them. They want to close by the end of the year, but, um, it's, you know, it's, it's been nuts. I I don't even know how else to explain it or describe it. It just really has been. And I have noticed it's been a little bit more quiet now. I agree. You know, there's not as many new people, you know, uh, calling in trying to, um, and it's because of the holiday. And I think that'll just completely change in the next, um, you know, by the end of Christmas, hopefully everybody's most people stay well and, you that's, know, the that's the most, that's the important thing. And, and, you know, I, I don't know if it's, things are going to change as far as how we are showing houses back to what we were back in like March and April, but we'll see so far we're, we're still out there. We're still showing homes. We're still meeting with people and that's a good thing. And we'll hopefully continue that. It'll all depend upon the number. It will. And it, you know, and not our number. <laughs> but um, yeah, but, but we're so careful. I, I know when I go into a home, I, you know, I'm wiping things down. I'm bringing wipes with me. I'm making sure everyone's got their mask on. And, um, you know, I know you're doing the same thing and I, you know, unless someone's serious, a serious buyer, it's, it's really not worth it to get them into someone's house because God forbid, you know, people don't know that they're right. And I
0: think the protocol, so just people will understand is that you have a COVID-19 disclosure for the buyer so that they sign that ahead of time. Most sellers are asking for the pre-approval. So we're not window shopping. Right. We are, these are serious buyers, and that eliminates that extra per group of people coming in. Be, so, so they ha- took a nice ride in the country, and they want to look <laughs> at houses. All that's good, because down the line, they may want to purchase, but not today. Right. So... The protocol. I I have extra masks in my car. Mm-hmm. I have gloves in, <laughs> in my. In case car. somebody wants to
1: wear them, I don't particularly wear gloves, but I,
0: I give them out. And yeah. in my listings, uh, many of them had gloves and mm-hmm. masks there,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so that um, and everybody's different in their comfort level. Right. age of the age of the owner has a lot to do with it. The older that you, the older you are. Um, the more careful you may want to be. Uh, You're in a situation or in an age group which is a little bit more vulnerable, let me put it that way. So we're all very cognizant of that, and we are doing our best to make all these transactions as simple and as easy, which isn't always
1: <laughs>
0: possible, but we're trying
1: hard. We're trying hard. So did you um, have a quiet Thanksgiving like I did?
0: Well, um, we did. It was just Jonathan, myself, and Garrett. And then um, I had sent out meals to some friends who That's nice. were alone, and I baked um, six six-inch pies and two Big pies and some little tarts, and I gave them to people. Mm -hmm. And then after we Zoomed with people who ordinarily, not everybody, but many who would ordinarily be with us. Because you usually have quite a
1: crowd, don't you?
0: 20 to 24, 25. Mm -hmm. So it was, um, (laughs) but the funny thing is, and I have to admit it, I'm not a turkey eater. <laughs> I don't like turkey particularly, and nor does my son, so we had rack of lamb. <laughs> and I didn't have That's to okay. make the turkey. Did you still make stuffing? No, and I really missed it. My daughter said she was going to bring me some on Saturday, but that uh, you didn't can make it. You can make roasted chicken and make some stuffing. Oh, I will actually. But and I will do that, but it was kind of funny because the one thing I did miss was the, the late turkey sandwich with the cranberry sauce and everything The gobbler?
1: Isn't that yes, what they call that, that the gobbler in some of the fast food places? Yeah, I think they call it the gobbler. That's the part of the turkey I like. And I, or the I soup, had, right? Yeah, and I do
0: like turkey soup, but my son received a 24-pound turkey oh, so. from his company. And <laughs> it's a big turkey. So we're thinking 4th of July Thanksgiving that's dinner. That's
1: hilarious. <laughs> so oh, last week, I know... It, we were already past um, Thanksgiving, but that we were talking about some um, some facts about Thanksgiving. And did, did we mention on the air? No, I wasn't on the radio last week. But the uh, the largest turkey that was ever recorded. Did you hear? We were talking about that at our meeting, at our Zoom meeting. I missed that. It was eighty. Oh, that's right, pounds. eighty pounds. I was like, that's the size of a German Shepherd. <laughs> right. Do not cook your turkey. <laughs> you can't put that in an oven. <laughs> Well, the, no,
0: only a commercial oven. Of
1: course. I don't even mm-hmm. know. That's a big... That, that's Maybe like a, a that's pizza like a, oven. That's like a whole... Cow, you know, not a cow, but it's, you know, a
0: pizza oven, I think maybe. Might be big enough. If they took out, if they took, they out the... flattened it maybe.
1: And, and well, they could I don't have, know, they could
0: have done that. Like you know.
1: what's it? Spatchcock it, and take the, the back out and put it on the, I don't know. It's crazy. Or cut it up. We did smoke soup. turkey legs this year. I like smoke. So turkey. my son did that because he has a smoker and he is, he just wants to smoke everything right now. I'm not a big fan of smoking food, but you know, whoever did eat those turkey legs, they liked them. I mean, we had a regular turkey as well, but we lost some people. Like, not they didn't die. I'm sorry that weren't able to come. My sister in law and her husband were not able to come, and they were the like couple of people that were allowed to come to my mm-hmm. house because their daughter actually, her husband works in the city, and he's he's a police a policeman they tested positive for COVID oh, yeah. and they found out on Thanksgiving day. So thankfully uh, they didn't come because right. my mother-in-law was there and she's and then and everybody would have had mother was there. Them. Yep. Right. Then we would all have been exposed. So they did not come. And I was grateful that they knew, um, ahead of time that day that, yeah. yeah so that was, it was good. But, Anyway, I did set out food for them. They came and picked it up in a brown paper bag and brought it home (laughs) because they didn't have a turkey to cook because they didn't know they were, they thought they were coming.
0: I think a lot of people do that. Send food out to people. Yeah, you have to. Um, Yes, you have to. And just so that people felt part of that of the Mm -hmm. holiday Mm -hmm. and were able to share.
1: Right. Whatever. It's all about sharing. So, uh, so back to uh, real estate, we don't, we're going to take a break in a second, but we're going to talk about um, a couple of different things today. We have Mike that's going to come on in just a little bit. He should be calling in. And then we are also going to talk. Mike the mortgage guy. Yeah, Mike the mortgage guy. And we're going to also talk about um, today the town of Montgomery, which I don't think we've ever really spoke about. And we'll do that when we come back. All right. This is Grace Warren, a licensed real estate agent for Howard Hanna Rand Realty for more than 20 years, and I'm ready to hear your wants and needs, and then I will help you fulfill your goals. As a full-time residential specialist and longtime resident of Orange County, I know the Orange County market very well, and whether you're a buyer or seller, my priority is your satisfaction. For more information, please visit my website, gracewarren.randrealty.com.
2: And let's get together. Hudson United Mortgage is the number one mortgage company specializing in residential loans in New York and New Jersey. Where Mike Van Mansard is offering first-time homebuyers low down payment options and a mortgage that saves you money and time. Licensed in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, Mike Van Mansard will patiently walk you through the maze of applying for a mortgage and is available for all your questions. Call Mike Van Mansard now to set up an appointment or for more information, contact Mike at HudsonMortgage.com.
1: Hi, this is Christine Koenig with Howard Hanna Rand Realty, and I love real estate. I grew up helping my dad fix up his investment properties. That knowledge and experience has fueled my passion for real estate. Licensed in New York and New Jersey for over 10 years, i focus my business on Orange, Passaic, and Sussex counties. Check out my website at christinekoenig.randrealty.com or listen to The Real Real Estate Show, Mondays at 10 a.m.
3: Hi, this is Tom Lovelace. Join me and my guest every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. for the Lovelace Music Experience. Exciting interviews and great music from every genre. Right here, playing the best music.
2: Hi, this is David Dirks, the host of the Dirks Outdoor Show. Call in as we discuss everything for the outdoor sportsman every Saturday at 7 a.m. Radio worth listening to.
1: I'm going to make this place your home. Welcome back. This is Grace Warren from Howard Hanna Rand Realty, along with. Marcia Talbot from Howard Hanna Realty. And you're listening to WTBQ, radio worth listening to. And our phone number here is 845 651 1110. Got it. <laughs> I, I think I've got that number down now. Right. It's um, been around. So we are going to have a conversation a little bit about um, Towns.
0: Yes, one of the things that we had talked about besides statistics that we will give you is what are different towns in the county like? And today we're going to focus on the town of Montgomery, which is a historic old town. Um, and Grace is going to tell you all about General Montgomery? Uh- <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so Montgomery is comprised of three villages, one of them being the town, the village of Montgomery, um, the village of Walden, and the village of Maybrook. And it also includes five different hamlets, which are uh, Allard's, it, it, that's okay. in the, the north, and I never knew that M- one. Me neither. Um, Beria. Is that is that how you say it? I think Beria, it's Berea. Berea, Coldenham, uh, Morris Heights, and Scott's Corner. So Scott's Corner, I didn't is even 17, it's seventeen K okay. and two oh eight. Yes. And there's like a there's a firehouse there. And a
0: restaurant on the left.
1: Yeah. Um and I think there's savings also savings
0: is across the street.
1: Yeah, so I you know, I didn't never even really thought about the area of Montgomery and how large, it's quite a large area and it covers all those, those little villages. And I didn't ever even thought about it. it's all Valley central schools. Correct. Um, and there's a lot of, a lot of stuff going on over there. And Marcia has some, um, some different statistics we pulled from the local, uh, you know, about, um, real estate. So we can go over that a little bit. Um, you want to start with this or you want me to No, I what I'm going to start with is, um, Oh, I guess before we start, we, we have a call. Is it Mike? Oh, okay. okay. So we'll go get to Mike. We'll get back to this. Hi, Mike. How are you? Good morning. Good. How are you doing? We're good. We're good. So um, what's going on in the world of mortgages today? I
3: mean, you guys mentioned it earlier. that rates are still low as ever. Um, I think one of the biggest announcements that came out last week is the conforming loan limits were announced for 2021. Oh. Uh, and essentially what a conforming loan limit is, is what, Fannie Mae or Freddie is willing to purchase on the secondary market from a bank. Mm-hmm. So they set the limits and they just increased it because values have skyrocketed. Um, in this area it used to be five ten, five hundred and ten thousand four hundred dollars and they've increased it to five forty eight two fifty. So quite a big jump. Say um, that
1: again. What 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 did it go up to? It went from what to what?
3: Five forty eight. It went from five ten four hundred, which is five hundred and ten thousand basically. Up to 548, so that basically opens up the doors for buyers in the sense that once you went above 510 previously, it was considered high balance, which mm-hmm. would come with a different interest rate, more risk, more you know down payment usually. So this allows you know some of those first-time homebuyer programs um, and just more buyers in the in the pool, so to speak, with that higher loan limit.
1: So does it, is this going to affect FHA limits or that has nothing to do with this? Or will it change those in the, in the future? Because I know that's an it issue that we have.
3: It was so, it was really strange that FHA in Orange County dropped to like 356. Was, they basically cut it in half. Right. Um, I haven't seen any changes to FHA loan limits right now.
1: Okay. Cause that's so been so a problem. That has been a problem like I, that I have encountered on a couple of occasions um, yeah, I've those, had to have
3: people put down extra money just to get to that number, you know, right. Um, and a lot of times, go FHA.
1: yeah, and a lot of times they don't have that money. Right. That's, that's, one, because that's one of the reasons they're doing FHA to begin with is because they you know, they're not, well, for whatever reason, it, it, not everything is perfect they're not living in yeah, a perfect I think world it'll
3: change eventually. I just don't think, I mean, I understand the loan limit being what it is maybe for pockets outside of, you know, like where we are.
4: Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm.
3: Cause you don't really see houses priced that high, but really we're, I mean, let's wrap us right into Rockland. You know, I mean, that's kind of where I think that these loan limits should be set because we're so close, mm-hmm. but, um, but it's just not, you know, I don't make the laws <laughs> or the rules, right. I guess.
0: So when we actually go over some of the prices in Montgomery, that would be helpful for people who do need FHA and have that limit.
1: Yeah, I mean the, the, that's yeah, because
3: I think you get Ulster in there too, right? There's like parts that fall into Ulster, and Ulster has an even lower limits yeah, than so, what yeah. Orange County has.
1: That's
0: that corner that we weren't <laughs> sure of where it was. Yeah, up at the top <laughs> over there, there's a little
1: there's a little area that borders Ulster County, and it's like town like like uh, Wallkill area up there. And that is, that is Ulster County. And yes, the loan limits are lower over there because I I was looking, we, you know, we started looking in that area for these clients and they, you know, they were told they could go up to $500,000, but they really couldn't go up to $500,000 because they were doing FHA and they didn't have the money. But if they were in like Bergen County or something, they could have. Yeah. It, Bergen County is much higher. What is it in Bergen? Do you know?
3: I think it's 7:26. That's yeah. such a see, difference.
1: See, it, may, it, it makes such a huge difference. And when they don't know that, or their mortgage broker isn't fully aware of what's going on in this area, you know, that was where our problem happened. Yeah, Because they them didn't call know, Mike. they didn't realize. And I was, I had, <laughs> right. Well, I tried to get them to call Mike. I, I called the, the mortgage broker and I was like, do you realize about the loan limits in Orange County? And he was just like, oh, let me look them up. I'm like, Okay. And then he was like, Oh no, you know, so it it really changed everything for these people on two, two occasions this happened to me this year. So, yeah,
3: I've seen it more than once too. I mean, I got calls all the time to rescue deals for that exact same reason. You know, the person on the other end just isn't familiar with this area and they go to contract and sure enough, when they go to submit it to underwriting, it's like, oops, we forgot something, you know, you know, and, uh, and, that's when I get called. Yeah, in yep.
1: one of the cases, uh, you know, my client was actually able to switch it from FHA to a regular, um, a regular conventional loan. So they they were able to do that. They got money from wherever they got money from. I don't know. I don't ask those questions. You know, they just that one. yeah. There are times. I mean,
3: you know, I. Get asked all the time, you know. Can we switch this conventional to get this? Because you know, sellers are kind of picky right now, right? They're they're having multiple offers. They're wanting to take the best financing. Mm -hmm. Well, nine times out of ten, you know, if you compare FHA to conventional for a certain client, we're always going to do what's best for them. So, if FHA happens to have the lower payment, lower interest rate, that's really what we're going to want the client to be into. But if they have to go conventional, they're nine times out of ten they usually can. Um, we just have to look at it and see, and also have them understand that this may not be the best loan out there for this particular client, you know, mm-hmm. because in truth, FHA can be much cheaper depending on the house that they're buying. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So so well, what is the interest tough. rate today? I know they're everyone under
3: asked 3%. you. I mean, I just uploaded while well, I was waiting to call in. I just uploaded one recently and it came back at 2.875 based on this scenario. So obviously everyone's different. <laughs> But um, my god! <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's,
1: <laughs> we're laughing because it's like
3: staying in the house. It's definitely the time to either refinance or you know get that low and in, low interest rate and we say set it and forget it. You know, never touch it again. Yeah, so I, I
1: can tell you that my 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 brother who lives in California, he has a a very he bought a house like a year ago and he refinanced it and he's saving. Wait, just yeah. wait for this. Eight hundred dollars a month. Oh my! I mean, it's a big loan. Like it's you know, in San Diego, Diego, homes are very expensive. So, but he's saving eight hundred dollars a month. Is That, to me, is like, it just blows my mind. Somebody's mortgage payment. It is somebody's <laughs> mortgage payment. I mean... Yeah, I mean, some. a
3: lot of people that were refinancing, some are saving, you know, $200, but others are saving 600 and more just because, like you said, the high loan amounts and the interest rates being so low. But also it's because values have increased so much in a short period of time. We've had this like hyper increase yeah, so that we're they, able to remove mortgage insurance too. So if they did have mortgage insurance. That might've been
1: why. Yeah. He, I bet that was yeah. probably what happened with him. I didn't go into Even detail if with him. we're just
3: dropping the rate a little bit to get rid of that mortgage insurance can save them hundreds of dollars. Yeah.
1: It's unbelievable. And the
0: comps are out there now. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah they are. That makes the difference.
3: Head.
0: Yep. That makes the difference.
1: Yeah, I'm not I'm not so much worried now uh, about appraisals too much. I mean I the price values still seem to be going up a bit, but I'm not as worried as I had been at the like just two months ago. I was really nervous every time we were, you know, making an offer and it was above list price. It was making me very, very nervous because of appraisal. But now it seems like everything I haven't had a problem with any appraisals, have you, Marsha? No. No, actually. Not recently. How about you, Mike?
3: Uh, Knock on wood,
1: Now, Yeah.
0: I mean, we're not allowed, the appraiser is not allowed to tell us if, you know, what the amount is or or if there's a problem. They will sometimes indicate that this is fine. That's Mm -hmm, about as mm -hmm. far as they'll go. And one appraiser said to me, if there's any problems, I will call you by Monday so that you may be able to, you know, come up with more comps or whatever. Right. Um but I didn't anticipate any problem and I knew there would, wouldn't that was like a courtesy. Mm-hmm. But most of the time right now things seem to be appraising. Yeah. Even when I am um, up at night because I didn't think it would.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Mike, are those waivers, those appraisal waivers still happening?
3: Yeah, they definitely are.
1: Okay. I just got
3: that same file I was just referencing. I got a waiver on it.
1: Okay. Yeah. I think it's so, uh,
3: uh and they're still giving us all the uh, the other option, you have to put it in the comments, like request it to not enter the house, you know, um, if people are still uncomfortable, we're able to still facilitate that more so now than before. I think finally these regulators figured out, you know, how to make it work by and then still protecting themselves. Like you're not we're not appraising a house that doesn't have walls inside. Right. Type thing. And I think that was a little hesitation in the beginning when this all started. But that's all kind of been ironed out. We've had nine months to figure it out at this point. And
0: and on most listings, 30-odd pictures, you know, so I never could understand that. I mean,
1: it's definitely a red flag if there aren't a lot of pictures in there. Like, I did show property, I won't even say where, about two weeks ago in an area that I I could not even believe that it was, that the house wasn't condemned. (laughs) (laughs) Two houses, actually, that they were not even condemned. They were that bad. Like, I was afraid to walk in there. Really. The floors were moving. It was it was just <laughs> it was it was terrifying. There was a bullet hole in one of the windows. That was a good indication not to go in. <laughs> <laughs> I looked over at a window and I saw a perfectly round hole and I and I looked at my client, I go, Do you think that's a bullet hole? And he's like, Oh, I definitely think that's a bullet hole. <laughs> <laughs> did it have electricity or did you have flashlights? Oh, there was no electricity yeah, in yeah. that house. Now we a were walking closure? around with our uh Yes. Yeah, no, that one wasn't. There were two. One was a foreclosure. The bullet hole. One wasn't. Somebody actually owned it. They owned sure it. What's it? It was... It, it just... I don't know what it was. I, we just ran out. We went in and ran out. It was terrifying. And I knew it was going to be that way. I, I anticipated this. But when you have clients that, you know, see something and they want to they, they see, they think it's such a good deal, you know, and you know it's too good to be true, uh, they had to... They had to be educated. They had to yeah. go in there and yeah. see it because if they didn't, they would think I wasn't trying to that you wanted to sell them a more expensive something house. like that exactly. <laughs> so I, you know, I, it it didn't. It was it was insane. But anyway, we were trying to figure out like doing ballistics and trying to see like where did it go, where did it come from? This gunshot. <laughs> I'm like, what are we doing? Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> I know sometimes th- there have been houses that I have the other th- in the other saw. house that we Ooh. saw. There was references to gang member gangs on the walls, like graffiti on the walls. But that's a whole other thing, and I'm not even going to get into it. I <laughs> think you I, did <laughs> enough. I, t- <laughs> anyway, I told enough.
0: So at this point, we are going to take a short Thanks, break. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Thank no you, problem. Mike. So you we'll guys talk- have a great week. All right, you too. Bye bye. Stay with us. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and McCann is the only law firm for all your real estate transactions. Founding partner William O'Keefe will patiently guide you through every step, whether you're buying or selling property, commercial or residential, from the first meeting to the closing. O'Keefe and McCann earned their top rating due to their impeccable attention to detail, their dedication to a smooth closing, and the pride they take in their clients' complete satisfaction. They are with you throughout the entire process, ensuring a successful outcome. For the finest real estate attorney, visit omlawteam.com.
3: few showers around this morning, then steadier heavy rain moving in around midday into the early afternoon. Could be even a thunderstorm through this afternoon. There'll be some strong gusty winds as well. Highs will rise to the 50s to around 60. Tonight, early showers and cloudy with a few more showers overnight and cooler 40 to 45. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy and windy. We'll still see a few showers around highs in the upper 40s. Cloudy tomorrow night with a few sprinkles or flurries down to the upper 20s and low 30s. And on Wednesday, mostly sunny near 40. I'm WeatherWorks' Tony Salimo from the WTBQ
2: Weather Center.
0: TV I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. This is Marcia Talbot, Howard Hanna Rand Realty, with Grace Warren of Howard Hanna Rand Realty. And we got it right. We got it right. <laughs> <laughs> so we're so going to continue our discussion while. about the town of Montgomery. Yes. So um, let's go into the, some of the real estate information. Okay. So, currently in the town of Montgomery, there are 78 active listings. Now, what that means is there may be accepted offers on some of them, but that means they have not gone to contract.
1: Right. So, they may be available, they may not. So w- before we go into the next thing, let's talk about what the um, the medium sale price is over there. Okay. So in um, 2019, the medium sale price was 240 thousand dollars, and now it's gone up five uh, five point six percent to 253 thousand three fifty. So there's been an increase over there, um, and I, I you know, but it's still so affordable. I'm going to so so affordable. Um, use- you know.
0: Some statistics, some actual listings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that I pulled because and these are
1: in the village of Montgomery. This is in
0: the village of Montgomery, which
1: at- so so Cute. sweet. I love the village of Montgomery. Yeah. I'm so sad that this year um, one of my favorite shops closed. It's it was an antique shop. It was called the Clinton Shops, and right on Clinton Street in Montgomery, and it closed after I don't know. I think she said 13 years being there, something like that um but it was a great store and that whole um street there Clinton Street is, has some really great restaurants and things there so yes. it's, and and if you've ever driven through they have the really nice street signs all over there it's just a really it's a really pretty village
0: so uh, um this is on Union Street which is the main street as you come mm-hmm. into town and this is a little bit this house was built in 1743 it's thirty-two hundred and fifty-one square feet on small piece of property, quarter of an acre. Well, all of those yeah. are on small, because they're teeny, tiny lots, and and they were they're right 1743. in the village. Seventeen forty-three. I mean, it's like my goodness. <laughs> and this <laughs> house, the asking price is three eighty-five, and the taxes. And I remember, there are municipals here, which means water and sewer, but they have central and natural gas. They have central Hudson, which is. A little bit less expensive as an electric company, are and, they? I
1: didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. Okay.
0: That's so, so I've been told I have. Okay. I have what we all have, <laughs>
1: which is yes, orange right, and rocket right. over here.
0: So their taxes is are not low. So it's eleven thousand six hundred and sixty-five
1: so, without without star. Okay. So keep in mind you're talking about county taxes. Um, school taxes and village and village taxes. So there's a third tax there that if you're not in a village you wouldn't pay. But that you know it, it is they're higher. How big is that house? Thirty-two hundred so square it's feet. Pretty it's, yeah. sizable house. Um, but that that's, that's, that's comparable. I would yeah. say
0: that's a comparable. But how much is the house? Three eighty-five. Three eighty-five. So that's not comparable. <laughs> <laughs> and it has a two-car attached. You mean garage. comparable
1: as far as Warwick prices? Yes. Right, that's what I was. But that's the thing. That's five bedrooms, three baths. Yeah, I mean Montgomery has some great and it's lovely.
0: Deals. I brought a picture. It's a beautiful. It's It's a
1: beautiful house. Yeah.
0: And another one on Charles Street. Um, This is less. It's smaller. Two bedrooms, only one bath. Built in 1875, but looks picture perfect. And that's 310, and their taxes. Now here's the difference. So I'm not sure which is actually 100% correct um, is 7700 and what is the square footage of It's you know? much smaller, fourth, half. That's probably why. half. But also very cute. Mm-hmm. Very pretty house. Um, and then I have one more also on Union Street, a little bit older, built in 1890, so we you know, it is a Victorian. And that their asking price is three fifty nine nine, and it's twenty one hundred and twenty four square feet, and just about nine thousand in taxes. So I think size wise that this makes sense. If you went online or looked at the pictures, they're lovely. So what is the price per square foot? Okay, price per square foot on the. On the Victorian that I just talked about was 169.44. Um, the two-bedroom for 310 was um, 221. That's a little high.
1: It typically will be higher too for a, for a smaller, smaller house. house. Yep.
0: And the one that I first spoke about, that was 385, 3251 square feet, is 118. Okay. So that is very low. Not having walked through the house, just looking at the pictures, I can't tell you if there was something wrong. Right. You know that there was a reason for that. So reference. the one
1: house looks like it's very close to the road.
0: I think it's um, about a foot from-, <laughs> <laughs> from. Yes, because remember that was not a road; it was just no. a horse, a carriage, or a horse. Wait right. a minute! Wasn't even that and. In- that's the one. From 17, 1743. forty. I'm sure that you know they w- had
1: some kind of carriage or horse. Or they had to have a carriage, right? That's how Well, we they moved definitely things. had to have a horse. Definitely so had a, was horse. a horse. There was no. Right. There were no cars back then. There was no <laughs> railroad at that point either. No. But one of the things that uh, brought Montgomery um, into he, he made them very. Um, what's the word I'm looking for um, prosperous is that they did have a railroad that came through there and the right railroad yeah. went to Goshen and then from Goshen, they could go to wherever, but then they also ended up with a railroad that could take you into New York city. So when that happened, they were able to export some of the things that they, that they made. And that's not like in the town of Walden, the town of Walden, the village of Walden, which is in the town of Montgomery, they were exporting um, it, uh, yarn, there was a knitting factory over there. In fact, the, um, the winery that, what is it called that winery again, city winery, city, city winery was in a knitting factory. It's so, wonderful that they reused the old buildings. I love that. Right. actually. So, you know, that was one of the things that they exported is, is yarn. And, um, you know, so that was because of the railroad. So it, interesting facts about the, the whole area. I think there was a
0: name for um Maybrook which was something like the key to the, the Oh it uni- was
1: something it was like the, the, it was like the um the entry, the to tra- transportation, or something like that. I can't of the,
0: of the country,
1: something. Yeah, like because that. they they are right. They're accessible to I eighty four, the New York State Thruway, and Stewart Airport, all right there. So Stewart Airport is Newburgh, but part of it is actually in the town of Montgomery that borders Maybrook.
0: So there's something that I'm thinking about, knowing that there's large corporations, Amazon being one of them. Coming, and Medline. And Medline coming into the town of Montgomery, does that mean ultimately, maybe not immediately, um, ultimately reduce some of the taxes?
1: It could. I mean, I mean they uh, probably I, have some kind of I'm sure they have a deal. Deal. <laughs> they got some kind of deal to get them in there, which right. is still is okay because, because they need we need industry in the county to um to help offset our tax structure. Exactly. But also that's jobs.
0: Yes, a lot of jobs. I think at Amazon
1: and Medline too. And Medline. Medline is a is a trucking um, company that delivers medical supplies all over the the area. I, my brother in law happens to work for Medline, and they've been working all through this whole pandemic. In fact, they've been very very busy, and uh, because they're they're delivering medical supplies all over the place, they go down to like Princeton, New Jersey, and. You know, I'm not sure how far their their reach is, but it's quite far. We'll
0: need them in the, when they went with the delivery eventually of the vaccine. I mean, and you want to have corporations that really know what they're doing.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I med- mean, I never knew what Medline was, and I happened to be in the emergency room a few months ago and I saw like a box of gloves and it said Medline on it. Mm-hmm. And th- you know, they have masks, Medline, that that's what they manufacture, okay. those types of things. So, so, yeah, that, is, uh, that area is, is growing. And in Walden, I mean, we pulled some of the – there's a lot that um, have sold in Walden. Oh, we have to take uh, – we have a caller. Hi, this is Grace, and who am I speaking to?
4: Yes, Grace, it's Mark from hey, Mark. Florida, New York. How are you? Great. Hi, Mark. I just had a question for you. You were talking about taxes. Who has the lowest taxes in Orange County and why?
1: Who has the lowest taxes in Orange County? That was something that
4: I just thought about, and I was just wondering about that. Well, the um,
1: tax structure is based on the values, so okay. you have to look at where the values are the lowest. Those, that's who's going to have the lowest taxes. But, but, right? There's another caveat to that because every every town has a different, um, you know, number uh, has a different equation. But I mean, I'm going to say. Maybe Port Jervis or Newburgh because the values there are a little bit lower, Middletown. And they also have rateables. So, any
0: place that has a lot of commercial business. Tends to have a little bit lower. That's why.
4: Does that does that carry the tax burden basically it or helps. not? When it helps. It helps. It doesn't Significantly. Oh, okay, okay. All right.
0: Because you're supplying municipal services to each house, so mm-hmm. you're supplying water and sewer and natural gas. That that the way they usually say it, if I'm uh, I'm I'm going to guess, I may not be totally accurate. A farm use a. Uh, uh, houses use 150 percent of services, and a farm uses like 70 odd percent, and that has to do with it. There aren't any buildings,
1: right? And like, right. like in Warwick, Warwick has um, tried to put in, you know, the 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 place over by uh, Wickham wickham lake over there and then they have this like a uh, new like um technical park or whatever they call it over there that was meant part of the reason why they were doing that is to try to reduce the the taxes i mean that right. was one of the reasons right. they were doing it because we don't right. really have a lot of industry i mean i can i I we have shop I right <laughs> we shop right i make a joke about like burger king and you know, i remember when they were putting yeah. burger king in and it was kind of like oh my god the world is going to end because burger right. king is in but like hello that helps with our it's commercial property. I mean it may, they pay the major, higher taxes.
4: one other question, what a major city such as like New York City have It's so expensive compared to
1: Not their say, taxes their taxes, These, are, their taxes are very yeah. low. Yeah. In fact, when people from the city come over here and they see the taxes, they, they kind of freak out because they, they can't believe right. that a $400,000 house has, you know, $14,000 taxes. Right, they can't right. believe
0: it. But if you lived in Staten Island, your taxes and you had a, a house that might be worth
1: even more, your taxes are four or $5,000. Nothing. Right. By our standards. Because they have so much industry over there where we do not have that. And we still have to educate our kids the same way.
4: Right, exactly. and that's exactly. really
1: what's co- costs us the most money is the um, is our school taxes, yeah. right. So right. to answer your question, though, I really think it depends on um, you know, I could we'd have to go over all the tax rates, which one of the I know for a fact about um like I always look at Warwick and Florida right. just because I am in that school those school districts, right, right? right? So Florida taxes um it costs more for Florida to educate their kids than it does for Warwick because there's less children there. So it's costing, I think, like $11,000 as opposed to $9,000 a child per right. year. And, uh, yeah, so it's, it's the, the tax rate in the, villi- in the village of Florida, or Florida school district, is a little bit higher than in the uh, town of Warwick. Right. So, right. so it's hard to so say who's got the lowest. there's
4: factors loans. then. There's yeah. no one no. factor then.
1: And, no. and it has to do with the
0: size of the house. Right. Yeah, of course. Not correctly. property as much. Right. Right. You know, people think if you would have you say square footage, would square be footage it's based on square okay.
1: footage, bathrooms, bedrooms, those right. are the things. Okay. And everyone's what like, oh,
4: more value, I guess. Right. right? Everyone's like, right.
1: oh, a pool's going to make my taxes go up. Now it's not going to make your taxes go up a couple right. hundred dollars. Right. Maybe it's not the end of the world to put a pool. Like that shouldn't be the reason why you don't put the pool in.
4: Right. Very interesting. I just had that question.
1: Oh, thank you All for right, asking. Thanks, Mark. Question, All right. Take Mark. care. Take have care. a good day now. Keep dry. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You too. Bye. <laughs> thank you. So we have to take a quick break and we'll be back. Thanks.
0: This is Marcia Talbot, a licensed real estate broker of Howard Hannah Rand Realty, specializing in residential, land, and vintage homes. Rest assured that I will make your experience smooth and pleasant, and hold your hand throughout the entire process. As a resident of Orange County since 1976, I know every nook and cranny of this area. Please contact me at MarciaTalbott.RandRealty.com for the best experience in your buying and selling process.
3: Pillar to Post Home Inspectors is your number one choice when buying or selling a home in the Hudson Valley. Pillar to Post Inspectors are experienced, informative, and very knowledgeable. We will examine the structure, plumbing, heating, cooling, and electrical systems. Our thorough inspection will identify important factors which may save buku dollars when making a home purchase. For more information or to schedule your home inspection, call the owner, David Wilner, at 845 610 5366. Visit com backslash David
1: Wilner.
4: Hi, this is Rachel Heiss, branch manager of Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Right now is a great time to buy or sell. Buyers can take advantage of historically low interest rates and sellers can get top dollar for their home in this high demand market. Our agents utilize the most innovative tools and market knowledge to help you achieve your real estate goals. Give us a call at 845-986-4848 at Howard Hanna, Rand Realty, Home Happens Here. Tune into the Nonprofit Notebook, your resource for and about people helping people. Learn about all the events and services available for you, friends, or family. Open your Nonprofit Notebook, Tuesdays at 11 a.m., radio worth listening to.
3: Hi, this is Brian Baird, host of Million Dollar Feeling, heard every Saturday at 9 a.m. Join me and my guests and learn how you can let go of your past and create a future filled with a million-dollar feeling. Saturdays at 9 a.m.
0: WTVK. I'm going to make this place your home. Welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. This is Marsha Talbot of Howard Hanna
1: Rand Realty, co-hosting today with Grace Warren of Howard Hanna Rand Realty. And the reason I can say it is because I've been looking at your mug, that said, I'm right. no, just kidding. <laughs> it's like a cheat sheet, a but cheat we can <laughs> continue our discussion about the town of Montgomery. Yeah. So um, there's some, I, I just wanted to mention a couple of things that are like really kind of cool over in Montgomery. And then we'll go into like um, what's sold and what's under contract and that kind of thing. But um, one of my favorite, favorite things to do this time of year is to go to um, Thomas Bull Memorial Park. I say, yes. And the Orange County Arboretum. And they just lit up, I think this weekend, and they're open every evening. I'm not sure if it's during the whole week, but definitely during Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And that has the most beautiful light show there. It's not a show. It's just lit, and it's a garden. Beautiful. It's an arboretum. There's trees all over the place. It's, it's beautiful. beautiful. You can actually take your dog if you wanted to on a leash. Um, they also have the, um, the um, um, 9-11 Memorial there, which is really a cool memorial. And it's just beautiful, and I always love going over there. And I think on the weekends they're serving hot chocolate inside the The building, I don't, that's, they say they're doing that, but I mean, you might want to check that because I'm not sure they're even, if they can do that. Uh,
0: That's a question. Yeah, but they said, I saw on the website, they said they were doing that. Maybe that's, they
1: forgot to take it off. I don't know. (laughs) So the other, there's another cool park over there, Winding Hills Park. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a a nice park for picnicking. There's a, a fishing over there. So that's a really nice place to bring your family for hiking and that sort of thing. And then um, that's seventeen k, right? I think so. I haven't. And been there's there in winding a while. hills golf course. Yeah, I think they're next to each other. And then there's the Orange County Airport. So, you know, people don't think about that, but that's a small little airport. So anybody that's like a plane enthusiast, I know that
0: airport because
1: my cousin,
0: who lives in Boston, who used to fly, uh, flew in there,
1: and then we mm-hmm. met him, and
0: so. my small plane. Yeah.
1: My father-in-law used to keep his plane there. He was on, um, there was a board there and he was involved in that quite a bit. Um, one time he came home and he was, we were, the whole family was there and he's like, Oh, some guy came into the airport, flew into the airport today that I guess was famous. And I'm like, who was it? He's like, I don't know, some guy from Star Wars. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, are you talking about Harrison Ford, Han Solo, <laughs> Indiana Jones? And he's like, I don't know who the hell he was. He's a man just like me. He pulls his, puts his pants on one leg at a time. <laughs> you were like, you met Harrison the Ford? did you, <laughs> Yeah. Because, you know, he's a pilot, but he flew in there for whatever reason. He refueled. I'm not sure what he was doing there, but like they all met him. And my father-in-law really had no clue who he was or how famous he was. And we were all like there with our mouths hanging. Well, he was
0: very famous pilot. He was all about it all
1: over. He actually did crash quite a few times in real life. (laughs) (laughs) He's still alive. I shouldn't say it like he's dead. Yes, he is. (laughs) The other um, cool place over there is um, Angry Orchard, which is in Walden. That's kind of a fun place to go in the fall when they're making cider. And that, you know, that's a nice, interesting place. Um, and then the City Winery, which I mentioned earlier, which is on Factory which I Street. heard is great. Yeah, and it's part of uh, Montgomery Mills, which is where they made the you know the Knitting Factory. So, and interesting fact: the owner for City Winery, you know, they have many of these um, these in the city. There's one in, in New York yep. City. Yeah, I can't remember what town it was but one of their first locations was a knitting factory as well so that was one of the reasons why he said that he jumped on this property after Isn't looking for 10 years for a property around here he, he bought this one so so we um,
0: never know why what the the, the underlying uh, desire for somebody and here here was somebody who had a knitting factory and had converted it to a winery and Looked now he's th- doing and, it again. and doing it again. And that's I, I've heard I have not been over there, but I've heard it's great. Mm-hmm.
1: I haven't been over there either. Um, so Walden is the largest village in the town of Montgomery. And um, they have Walden Mills. Uh, they were a, a large knife manufacturer at one time. I don't know if you knew that that I didn't know. No. Yeah, they, they were. And then I guess there was a point in time where I can't remember what president it was, I should have written it down, but they did some kind of uh, remove some tariffs, so then they were bringing knives in from other countries and the the knife factory started going down. But the president, McKinley, I think it was President McKinley, came in and uh, put the tariffs back on, so then their factories started to thrive again. So there is actually a statue of uh, President McKinley in Walden. Did you know that? (laughs) <laughs> well, I know
0: there's statues,
1: but no but it, one of uh, yeah. Is it on that triangle? I'm not. I didn't. I don't know where it there's is. There's a few places
0: where there's where's there some yeah. statues.
1: So there's like the Thruway Sporting Goods store over there, which was part of Thruway Market that closed. That was a supermarket, um, and now and there's was a Hannaford's, Hannafords, right? And that they built a new Hannafords, but Thruway Sporting Goods. I don't know if any of you have ever been there, but I have been there, and that's a pretty that's a pretty nice store. They have some really great things in there if you're into you know, fishing, hunting, um, outdoors, camping, that they have a very, very large selection of, of things there. And I, I think it's a great store. The other thing is, um, there's Mil Spa Furniture over there, right. which we know about that, because we have one here in Warwick, right. but that, that, was that was the your original one. one. And uh, there's also Soane's Appliances, which is right there, too, has high-end appliances. Very high end. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot, there's a lot that that's that's there. And um, a little bit about Maybrook too. I think I mentioned they they were, they're accessible by I-84, New York State Thruway and, and Stewart Airport. And uh, Yellow Freight is the largest employer over there. It's a trucking, trucking company. No, like, I already know knows that. <laughs> yes. So but, those are my, those are my facts. Oh, there's also a place called Saddlebrook Farms, my Saddlebrook Farms that does horseback riding. So you can go over there and like, Go horseback riding because i always want you know i'm like we should have more of those places around we here. used to have one years and years ago in warwick not that i'm uh, i know anything about horseback riding well that's at least for, not that that's kind.
0: why you go to places like right, that they're right, like right.
1: they're called dude ranches <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway i'm going to give you a few statistics um active currently in the town uh, of montgomery i think i mentioned that we're not a hundred percent sure if they're all accurate, mm-hmm. if they're all active, seventy-eight prop, uh, properties. Yes, some of them may have accepted offers. But we on don't them. know that. We in don't just know. pulling it. We have to call the agent for that right. usually. Pending, which means they so they are in the pro, They're in under contract. contract with hundred and one, and sold. And this is the last sixty days. The solds were sixty properties sold in the last sixty days. Mm-hmm. Um, in Walden, which I did do separately. There's 17 active, four which are older homes, pending 43, 13 older homes. And I did it from 1740s mm-hmm. to 1920s. Nothing beyond that. I might have stuck in one That
1: 1740s is right around when Mo- the village of Montgomery, Montgomery was um, That's one settled. of the
0: ones that were for sale. Mm-hmm.
1: And sold were
0: 12, and three were older. So- how many were sold in the
1: whole town of Montgomery not just the village
0: well when i when i pulled we pulled
1: Montgomery i think it was 50 that 50. we said were sold and there's and that was in 2 months yes 6 in 60 days and there's only 78 new listings so that's really well 70 it's definitely right. a sellers market in the town of Montgomery right. which makes complete sense considering the price points over there. Right, I had a listing there a few years ago that I, you know. That Sold would, quickly? Yeah, well, it was longer.
0: very, no, it, it did sell pretty quickly. It was very modest price. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it was under a hundred. It was small, but. And there's, can,
1: there's some new construction going on over there as well. Yes. When you when you look through the access. obviously not in the villages really they're on the outskirts of the the town the villages because um, you know there's no land, land in in the <laughs> villages to build on but and
0: some of them are high end
1: mm-hmm. you know we're, but the price points are still
0: there's there's some in the three the high threes but there are some a little bit that are higher
1: how how I didn't look that up so how high like in the five hundred yeah, thousand dollars I think
0: there was one or two in the five hundred you know. Depending upon the size of the property, mm-hmm. too, that might have encased a little so bit it's, more. So
1: it's, it's a really, um, I mean, honestly, if somebody, you know, wants to have a historic home, it's not a bad place to look for a historic home. Well,
0: also, it's, a, it's, a, a prop, it, it's an area in transition.
1: And it's a good commuting location. So
0: what you're starting out now with is still, it's like Warwick was 30 years ago or something. Mm-hmm. You know, a cute town, beautiful mm-hmm. little town. Um, and where houses are very affordable and you can go in there and buy something and your values will increase.
1: And the school district's pretty large because it encompasses Central, quite, yeah. Yeah, quite a large area. So
0: we're kind of out of time, Marsha. That was fast. Thank you. Montgomery. It always is.
1: <laughs> it always it always is. And uh, again, if you ever have questions about real estate and you need to talk to somebody about it, you can either give myself a call Uh, My number is 845-742-4361. And Marcia, 845-258-0041. Thank you for joining us. And we'll be back next week. Keep dry today. It's very wet outside. (laughs) Take care. Bye-bye, everyone.